This is the second episode in our special coverage series of the pretrial and ultimately trial of William Miller, the man charged with murdering Rebecca Gould. Our last episode, episode nine, covered the suppression hearing held on August 24th, 2022, where the defense argued for William's confession to be ruled inadmissible. The judge denied that request and his confession will be allowed to be used at trial. This episode will provide insight into Miller's pretrial hearing, which took place on October 3rd, 2022 in Izzard County, Arkansas. This hearing lasted just one day, but many motions were brought before Judge Weaver on behalf of the defense. Unfortunately, George, my investigative partner, came down with the flu the day before the hearing and couldn't attend. But our crowdsourcing team members, Karen and Diana, were present. Listeners have heard them on previous episodes. Catherine Townsend, host of the Helen Gone podcast, which launched the renewed investigation into Rebecca's case in 2018, was also in attendance. After court let out for the day, I got on the phone with Karen and Diana so they could fill me in. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> hey, ladies. How you doing? Doing just fine. Just got home. Good. Oh my gosh, how are you feeling after today? Well, I feel pretty positive about everything. Oh, good. I feel good. pretty positive, but uh, the photos were yeah. a little disturbing today. So. For sure. I guess I wasn't totally surprised when you told me they showed autopsy photos, but I was a little bit. Yeah. It seemed, I didn't even think about them showing those. I was like, oh yeah, man, they, that was unexpected. I think there was about 25 of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it showed pretty much everything i bet oh my gosh then they showed uh, i think it was about 110 pictures of the crime scene really yes what and, do you remember uh, from the photos like what stuck out to you uh well the one that stuck out to me was the mattress uh-huh. uh i didn't see that much blood on it to tell you the truth there was some up at the top but I was just expecting a lot of blood yeah. and a lot of blood on the pillow, but there was just a spot about the size of a basketball on the mattress. On yeah. the mattress. Uh-huh. Hmm. I would it have was, thought there was a lot more too, the way it's been described over the years. I know. And then they showed a picture of the washing machine. It showed the bloody water, Jennifer, with clothes were in it. But you know, the little thing that on the side where you put your bleach and yeah. stuff, yeah. that was like, Full of blood. I mean, it was really bloody. Well, they showed, I guess, an after picture. I guess they Mm -hmm. drained it because all I saw was an empty washing machine. Uh And then they they moved the picture over and showed that uh, bleach tray, and it had smeary blood in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. They showed, I don't know how many, about 80 pictures, seems like, in that trailer with apparently blood spots. Yeah. But it showed there was a few suitcases in there. What? Like a set of <laughs> suitcases, but of course didn't see any black suitcases. And what struck me, I did not see any folded clothes on the mattress. No. And oh my I, gosh! Where I did that come that, from? Huh? I don't know. I don't know where it come from either. But there was no clothes on there. It was just a bare mattress. And they said that's that. like a photo of how they found it before moving anything. Yes. yes. Uh huh. Yes. So and then no they, folded clothes. Oh my gosh. No, nope. I, there was nothing on the nope. on the bed. Uh-huh. No, nope. nothing on the bed at all. You nope. know, everything was stripped from it, 
and it showed the pillows stuffed. Yeah. You know, under the, and then they showed the pillows after they got them out. And there was a few spots on there. Mm-hmm. Just very few spots on the pillows. When you looked at that photo, like, was it obvious that there were pillows stuffed under the bed or did you only notice them because you knew? No, it they, was no, obvious. It was obvious. Uh-huh. So they were just right there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was just right there. Uh-huh. So you couldn't have missed it. No. Yeah, that was what I was thinking, yeah. Uh, photos showed a picture of the living room, and you could tell the piano leg was gone. Wow. Um, the defense was stressing about, you know, it took so long, and, you know, they called McNeil to the stand first, and uh-huh. he said, you know, of course, he got it in January of 20. He reviewed the crime scene photos, and he started investigating in the McCullough's he felt like this was appropriate to talk to the McCullough's. And he said he went over what all dentists investigated. He said there's about 3,000 pages in the primary investigative file. And he read all of that. And uh, he viewed William as a significant witness. And because there was something about sexual assault and breaking into his ex-wife's house, mm-hmm. that, that activity... And that he was known to be the trailer at the trailer on Sunday. Yeah. But then what they said, they was wanting to know if they had seen any reports from Ezard County. They said since they wanted to file to dismiss this because it had been 15 years and something about due process. But McNeil said the delay was because whenever William was first interviewed in Texas a few days after the murder, I think it was, Mm -hmm. a few days after him and his mom and Jeremy were interviewed, and he lied to them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, he lied to them, so that's what delayed it there. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So what came up about Dennis Simons and him delaying it? Dennis got up. He was a little confused about some things, Mm -hmm. and... uh, couldn't remember. He got mixed up on a few things, but he said he became involved in Rebecca's case about six months after she died. Okay. In 2018, he had a meeting to appraise the case, and he was asked to present highlights of the case by Hollingsworth. Hmm. And uh, he said that they wanted to know what steps he took. He said, well, he had hundreds of interviews, and he followed all of the leads. And in about five or seven years, it slowed down. And then he went to Iraq from 2008 to 10. And uh, Todd, somebody, took over while he was gone. And then after he got back, he followed the new leads and (sighs) evidence and everything. They asked him, did he do any testing at the crime scene? He said no. Because he wasn't there at the original crime scene, right? Right, yeah. Uh So that's understandable. Yeah. And he said he dealt with psychics and uh other let's see what other uh, yeah. yeah he dealt psychics were uh calling him telling they knew where the body the was body. and everything and uh, he said he dealt with other so-called investigators <laughs> uh, and all of that crap and all that crap yeah oh that was his exact wording uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's that's nice very, that's nice very okay. disruptive and a lot of wasted time on that <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> Uh, see, it was hard to get help from other investigators, and he felt like he never had enough to make an arrest. Because he had the wrong was, guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he'd looked at William, he probably would have found enough. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He was saying how he took the reports 
he had a, about 154 cases, uh, and he's, he would take uh, Rebecca's case home on the weekends and oh, type it up, yeah. spend a lot of hours doing that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he Anyway, did. that's about all he said, but like I said, he couldn't remember some of the stuff. Yeah. He didn't recall. So but why he, was he on the stand? Like, which motion was he part of, or, or was it just talking about the delay, maybe? Prosecution asked about the cold case. And it was never considered a cold case. And they were trying to say he delayed it or something like that because Mm -hmm. it took so much time. He didn't do his job, but it never was proved that. He said he continued to investigate it the whole time. Yeah. And we know that's that's a lie. I mean, we sent him so much information that he never followed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that's about all. They were just wondering why it took so long for the case to come up but he kept investigating it yep i can almost guarantee that he didn't do one thing on william in those three thousand pages i bet the only mention of william is that one time in texas Mm -hmm. yeah that was it i don't think he ever mentioned william's name again did he no okay no wow but uh, the judge denied yeah uh, there was no reckless disregard i think okay Good. And uh, he said there was activity pursued up to 154 interviews and no evidence that the state disregarded. Okay. So then uh, that Daniel Hank, the prosecutor, went on to interview the medical examiner and did the exam on September the 28th. And images of the head was important because of the death. They were saying yeah. they had too many photos and everything. Oh but he gosh. said the cause of death was head trauma. Yes. He said he had limited info because of decompensation. He can't confirm that she had superficial injuries. Correct. Or the head. Yeah, true. And they had a bone fragment. They found a bone fragment in her nose yes. that was loose there. And you could tell on the way she was hit that it was just, you know, such a blow. It, yeah. In one of the pictures there on the back porch, there was a, what do you call it? The thing that takes off lug nuts. I don't know why they took that, but that was on yeah. the back porch. What really? Yeah. yeah. Like leaning up against the house, or how was no, it situated? Laying on the porch. Laying on the porch. Wow, the back porch. Back porch. Yep. Weird. It showed like the blood. It was very faint, though. The blood was like dragging. You know, the way she was drugged. That's I what I wanted to ask: is could you tell kind of the pattern, or did it look like drops, or did it look like drag marks? It looked like drag marks, Jennifer, to me. That's weird because he said he chucked her over a fence. Yeah. Why is he dragging her out of the house? I, You'd think he'd I, carry I, her out of the house. Well, he said he carried her out and chucked her over the fence, didn't he? Yeah. But then you're saying the marks looked more like drag. Yeah, they did to me. They did to me. They were very faint. Uh-huh. Right outside the door. And then that was it. And okay. anything on the steps or was it just outside the door? Uh, there was a couple of spots on yep. the steps, yep. I think it was. But I tell you, I was just so surprised at lack of blood on that Me mattress. Too. No I kidding. I guess I just had this big bloody scene in my in my mind. Yeah, we all did. But like a basketball size is what yeah. I'm saying. They uh, zoomed Thomas Willis, Detective Willis from Oregon again, mm-hmm. the one that did the testing on the phone, and 
they were trying to say, well, yes, you did get a consent form assigned to uh, download the phone or whatever, but not to get the password. For William's (laughs) phone. Yeah, for William's phone, but that didn't fly. The judge said Miller did read the consent form, and they said there's no coercion. Or uh, He said he overwhelmingly volunteered to give all of this information. Yeah, and why were they arguing about the phone? Was there something on there that they didn't want used in trial? To me, it just seemed like they was trying to find something to not allow. To not allow. Gotcha. October 14th, they're going to pick a jury. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and then trial's still October 31st. Mm-hmm. It was still set up for the trial. Yeah, that oh, makes okay. sense based on the jury yeah. selection date. Yeah. So. Yeah. so October 14th. Okay, good. Anything that they tried to suppress or get rid of, I think there's a few pictures that they're not going to allow, only because they were doubles. Okay. You know, they duplicates. Yeah. They show crime scene pictures of the body. Wow. Wow. I, you couldn't hardly tell, Jennifer. I couldn't hardly tell whether she was propped up, she was laying over or what. It really? was so yeah, yeah, gruesome. So could you tell where in relation to say the embankment or the road above, was she like parallel? Like as if she'd been rolled down the hill? Or was she or could you tell? There was nothing really to compare. No, okay. Unless you said that she was laying say, I'm trying to think it would like- be south and north. Looked like her head was south, her feet were north, okay. if you were looking right down the hill. Okay, that makes sense. So did the prosecution bring any motions before the judge, or was it only the defense? Did the prosecution make any motions? I don't remember any. They called McNeil in twice, and just Dennis once. Okay. So that, that was about it. As he got down off the stand, that the lady uh, bailiff, I guess it was. She went over to meet him in the middle aisle. He gave her a wink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little... oh yeah. And what did you you text me about this? But what was William's reaction to the photos? Oh, he never looked up. Never looked. He looked at the ones at the trailer. Yeah. But not mm-hmm. not at the autopsy or out in the, you know at the dump site. He never looked up. Couldn't stand to see what he'd done. No, that, that was very telling to me. Yeah. 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 I wish they'd make him look at him. Me too. Me you too. Know, that's what I said, Jennifer, coming back. They should have made him look. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. He can't, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I sure appreciate you guys being our oh, court reporters. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am, your bill's going to be in the mail tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, just send it. I, I know. I owe you many yeah. lunches. <laughs> No, we owe you a lot more. No, than that. I don't think so. No. We'll <laughs> keep in touch. Trial, yep, I'll be out there that last Friday of October. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, Jennifer. It's good to talk to you again. You too. I'll be seeing you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. All bye right. bye. All right. Bye. As of now, trial for the man charged with Rebecca Gould's murder is set to begin October 31st, 2022 in Izzard County, Arkansas. George, Catherine, myself, and many other supporters will be in court to watch and report. We already know recording devices will not be allowed, but we will make a collective effort to release timely updates and keep listeners in the loop. For daily updates during the trial, please follow us on our social media platforms.
Join AMU's cold case team on our investigation into what really happened to Rebecca Gould. If you'd like to be a part of our effort and follow along, please join our Facebook group titled Unsolved Murder of Rebecca Gould. You can also follow us on Twitter at the handle BreakTheCaseAMU. This podcast is brought to you by American Military University. Narrated and produced by Jen Buchholz with co-host and investigative journalist George Jared. Senior producers, Leechen Kranick and Andy Crow, with support from Lisa Tannis. Sound engineering and editing by Harvest Creative Services. Special thanks to the Casebreakers, an investigative partner of AMU. Subscribe to Break the Case on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.